Chu Yu-ming was born in January 1944 in Hong Kong. A few months later, his parents tried to sell him. Hong Kong was then under Japanese rule, an attempt by the imperial power to control the Pacific region. The invasion of Hong Kong, which started just hours after the attack on Pearl Harbor, left the city in near ruin. After three years of occupation, there were few ways to make money in Hong Kong. Rations of rice, flour, and oil were too scarce to feed another mouth. As a boy, Chu would have been highly regarded by Chinese couples who wanted a child, but for whatever reason were unable to conceive. His grandmother, A Ma, objected, and she decided to raise him as her own. Chu's family had their roots, as many in Hong Kong do, in mainland China. The mainland and Hong Kong had been separated since 1841 by the Opium War that would forever be remembered as a stain on Chinese history. Its first great humiliation at the hands of a Western power. In the early 19th century, China was in a trade imbalance with Britain, exporting silk, porcelain, and tea, but restricting imports from the West. British merchants responded by smuggling opium into the country weakening a significant part of the Chinese population and profiting handsomely in silver. The Chinese tried to get them to stop, but the opium merchants kept coming. In 1839, the Chinese confiscated all the opium stock from the merchants and destroyed it. Britain invaded that September, winning quickly in a war fought ostensibly for the principles of free trade and to put Britain's relations with China on proper footing. The Qing Dynasty was forced to sign the Treaty of Nanking, ceding the island of Hong Kong over to the British as a colony in perpetuity. After a second Opium War in 1860, the colony was extended to include the Kowloon Peninsula. In 1898, the British added the new territories to British Hong Kong, this time under different terms, a 99-year lease. The treaties did little to change the reality of a porous border or family ties that spanned both sides of Shenzhen Bay. Ama asked another one of her sons to travel from Juwu Village, a rural settlement in Guangdong Province in southern China, where everyone shared their surname, and bring the toddler Chu to her. Together, they eked out a quiet life. They did almost everything together, sleeping in the same bed in a small brick house, the elderly woman made enough money to buy food for them both by repairing torn fishing nets. Though just a child, Chu quickly went to work as well. He kept an eye on small herds of cattle and helped guide them into the mountains to graze. Chu's parents cut ties with him as if they'd never had the boy. He soon couldn't remember anything about them. Not their names, the contours of their faces, or if they ever held him. Japan was losing the war by the time Chu was born, and surrendered in 1945 after the U.S. dropped two atomic bombs on the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Hong Kong stabilized under the British, who sailed back to reclaim their colony that August. China fell deeper into civil war between Chiang Kai-shek's nationalist forces and Mao Zedong's People's Liberation Army. On October 1st, 1949, the liberation came. Mao and the Chinese Communist Party founded the People's Republic of China. Jiang's nationalist government fled from the mainland to the island of Taiwan, establishing Taipei as the provisional capital of the Republic of China. 
Chu heard the march of the volunteers. Arise, ye who refuse to be slaves, the soaring anthem proclaimed. Village officials screened a film adaptation of The White-Haired Girl, an opera about a woman enslaved by a landlord and then saved by communist soldiers. Chu was amazed. He had no idea that images could move. When Chu was in fifth grade, a teacher in his village recruited him to the Chinese Communist Party's young pioneers. Chu was the perfect candidate. He and his grandmother had no land to build on, no rice fields to cultivate, and no money to spend. Chu joined the ideological struggle against the rich and bourgeois. He took the young pioneer's pledge, promising to follow the guidance of the Chinese Communist Party, to study hard, work hard, and be ready to devote all my strength to the communist cause. 